We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here, the old man Andreas Hale from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Corner Podcast Awards. Gotta love holiday season. Gotta love handing out the awards, Dre. Today, it's all about MMA, but we also have boxing awards, pro wrestling awards, and entertainment. So much fun. Closing out 2022 with a ton of awards and opening 2023 because the shows will come out the first week of 2023 as well. So hopefully you guys enjoy all of these awards. Have fun with us. See the best of the best of the year. I know the wrestling show is going to be crazy. There's so many different categories. But today in MMA, some good shit that happened in MMA this year. It's been fun top to bottom. Action-packed year in the UFC and other promotions. Because Bellator had a decent year for what it's worth. I enjoyed PFL. And that's something that might get an award as well. So going through everything, it's just like, man, there's, there's a lot of good MMA this year. Start this show off with overall, what is your grade for the year in MMA? Mm. I'll start. I got to give it a B plus. People lost who I did not think they were going to lose. Matchups were great. Yeah. And for not having star power, the year delivered. Because my expectations, that's why it's a B plus. My expectations were low. Didn't know if we see John, we didn't. Didn't know if we see Connor, we didn't. There's no superstars. Francis was gone most of the year. The whole year. Whole year. I don't even know when that fight was against Stipe. December. December? Yeah. Last December. Didn't fight at all. Heavyweight champion of the world. Cyril Gaon fight was December. Yeah. Or November. Oh, that's what it was. Cyril Gaon. Didn't fight at all. You have no heavyweight champion, scariest man on earth. So many people retired. Habib is your biggest star. He's coaching. Still, UFC pulls a rabbit out of a hat, let alone Bellator, where we think like, okay, we, we have these new stars set up. Pitbull still goes on a run. Crushing dreams in Bellator. Every fight they have is is still so exciting. They're about to close the year 
with a, a promotion versus promotion card. Against one. That's going to be insane. So, everything PFL, the tournaments, all the UFC people that went over to PFL for an easy million-dollar bag flamed out. My boy Rory, it's a wrap for him. So, just being unpredictable is one of the things we love in pro wrestling. I also love it from other combat sports. Being unpredictable in MMA really allows me. I was going to give it a B. Came in here feeling nice and jolly. Gets a B plus. Yeah, I gave it a B. And the reason why I gave it a B is because we didn't have the superstars. That was it, it delivered. Don't get me wrong. It was, a, it was a big year, but uh no John, no Francis, no Connor. Uh didn't really make new superstars. No, they didn't. They didn't. I mean, Alice Prey and Yuri Prohaska had big years, obviously. Not superstars, though. They're not superstars. And the superstars they tried to make are not the greatest of fighters. Right, right. So other than that, I think. The card, most of the the cards were very good this year. Had a couple of shitty pay per views, um, but UFC is UFC still managed to sell out, and uh, they roll into twenty twenty three. I don't want to say they're at a crossroads, but it's like, can John not fight for another year? No, like Francis can Connor fight? not fight for another year. No, like those, he doesn't fight this year. You're retired. Those three, John can't Connor and Francis, they got to fight. Yep. Or you got to strip. Like, you're just going to start making choices. Yeah, you have to make very tough decisions. Like, Connor, you build like a brick house. Like, fucking figure it out. You got to go fight. Francis, listen, man, you're just not boxing. It's, sorry. Sorry. Like, you can do that shit somewhere else. You ain't doing it here. And John, what the fuck? Even though John keeps getting on Twitter, it's like, I'm going to fight. Like, go fight. Shut up. He wants to fight, it appears. Go fight Cyril Gahn. I keep saying, go fight yeah. Cyril Gahn. That's the fight to make. I don't, like... And some people want to see him fight Curtis Blaze. It's not a big fight. No. If he fights and Ngannou doesn't fight, it's for an interim belt. I mean, let's keep it a buck. Does John beat Yuri Prohaska right now? Eh, Yuri's coming off an injury. I don't know. Maybe. We'll talk about him and Glover. But I'm just saying. John has a very specific set of skills that it's, it's, he could. It's, it's a, it was a year where there was like a lot of titles changed hands. There were a lot of interesting things. I'm not getting it wrong. John goes down to light heavyweight. He's dominating again. I he's, don't know. he's champion again. I don't know. Here's why I don't know. He's like 240 pounds right now. He's never going back. He's right. transformed his body. So if he went down, I'm very curious because no. we talked about this before. His last couple of fights at light heavyweight weren't great. He goes down now. He's Roy Jonesing himself. And, yeah. and the body gives up. But yeah, it was a B year. I thought it was, a, it was a good year for MMA. It wasn't bad. We had a couple shitty cars, but without the superstars fighting, um, kind of hurt it. But B is still good. Oh, yeah. Um. Dustin Poirier had one hell of a year. He's a guy who I guess is a star who's done well. And then some stars lost. So, yeah. like, it's, it's been a crazy year all the way around. We're doing a new thing this year. Always fun. We're Seinfeld fans. Yes. Shout out to our boy Big E, biggest Seinfeld fan. Doing Festivus for the rest of us. Damn, I got to watch Festivus. I got to watch that episode. Got to do it every year. Yeah. Festivus for the rest of us. The corner Festivus. Airing of grievances. What is your MMA grievance? It's not as easy as pro wrestling. Oh, it's easy for me. Boxing. Oh, this one's easy for me. How mega can you fucking get? That's not new. It's a it's a fucking grievance. Cause look, look, like Jake Shields. You can always get more mega. Jake Jake Shields. That's um, more conspiracy theorist. Eh, still mega's thin line. Bryce Mitchell. Like 
Bryce Country. The like, Joe, I, I expect that. The Joe Rogan podcast, Brendan Schaub. Like, yo, I'm. There are so many idiots in MMA that scares me. And for me, for like, we just saw a video of Kamaru in Russia shooting rocket launchers. That's a little weird, right? With the check-in, yes, skin like, like dictator yo, or whatever. What are we doing? Like, it, it's. We know what it is. It, it's frighteningly conservative. It's so like, listen, man. That's fine. Like, if you want to be a conservative, that's fine. But there's a lot of right wing nut jobs in MMA. Yeah, they go and like. Again, we know what it is. We said it from beginning of this podcast. Like, the sport's not necessarily for us. What, was Bagger versus like Bagger this year? Colby and, and Masvidal. Yes, See, that's what I'm talking about. That's my grievance. It's the MAGA like, powers explode. Yeah, the MAGA powers exploded. Now it's like I'm looking at Kamara and I was like, hmm. I'm not sure about you. I've heard rumors about Kamaru being the trumpet. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me, but I'd hate it, right? I'd be like, God damn, can we have anybody? Just try not to ask him. I can't ask him. No. <laughs> just, like, if I have to look him in his don't, eyes and don't ask, ask him. Don't tell. Yeah. No, yeah. Just, I don't know if he really tell me. Fam, no, just keep that to yourself. So, so yeah. And then, you know. I mean, being with a dictator. And, and Dana. Is, is not great. Dana, the way he handles this shit. Like. The way he's handled fighter pay, the way he's hated on Jake Paul, it's like, come on, man. Like, the Dana Jake beef doesn't bother me. I just think it's funny because it's yeah, like yeah, two douchebags going at it. Yeah, like it. Let's double douche it up. Yeah. But man, it's really hard. It's like a very Vince McMahon, oh. like the boss that got a feud. Yeah, it's type close. thing. Like, it's, oh. it's very pro wrestling. I'm but, but it's like to see a sport that has so many people of color in it, right? Not just black people, people of color in general. Yeah, all over the world. And you look at these people of color and what they politically align with. Like, Diego Sanchez was on Instagram, like, shitting on Joe Biden and telling, like, yeah, storming the Capitol. I'm like, you too? Like, don't, you, don't you got CTA, but you like, yeah, like, like, you don't even know what year it is, no. right? You still think you're on the Ultimate Fighter season one. Yeah. So, but we can't judge Diego. It's really hard to love this sport when I know it doesn't want me there. The, it's such a weird sport, right? Like, because. We've, you can't have it both ways. Like, yeah, the, the sport inside isn't set up for us. It's not. But we, we do make a brand and a, a real effort to force our way into the sport. To when we do interviews, people are like, yo, we love your interviews. Like, we're just chopping up and do so many people in the sport are like us. And as fighters, they forced their way into the sport. As journalists, we forced our way into the sport. But we don't force our way into anything if we didn't know how the sport was, right? Like, so I, I don't, I don't get upset because I don't think the UFC has ever changed. I know what it is. UFC specifically, yes. Because one rising shit is different. Bellator is even worse. Yes, the UFC specifically has this like model where they allow these things. But I ain't just going to let them be all maggot out. Like, we're we going to force our way in and, like, give you, we're going to add some pepper to this. Like, we're we, we going to add, like, a little different flavor. Like, we're, we're the paprika. We're yeah. going to say it's mad spicy. Bruh. Like, they don't know the spice exists. We still go to fights and they start chilling USA at any person of color. It's still gross. No, it's horrible. I mean, in their fan base, it's their fan base and the rabbit and, um, I mean, I've covered NASCAR. Yeah. Sure. To be 
honest, NASCAR audiences, cover NASCAR in the South, they were nicer than UFC audiences. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is... And there was definitely some racism there. So, I saw a million Confederate flags. Every year, it'll be my grievance. Until, they were very nice. Until, like, because it's it's not that, you know, David Dana White is... Spoke at the Republican National Convention. Nah, okay. listen, man. But, you like your money, you're Republican, do your thing. But but it's the amplifying of that message, right, is what troubles me. The comfort level. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's Black History Month. Where's Michael Chandler? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I, I need... <laughs> that was unfortunate. That, yeah, and I felt bad for Chandler because, you know, he didn't ask for He don't mean nothing by that. Yeah, he was like, oh, God damn. You know, I'm getting shit. I wanted to ask him in our interview, and I was like, this is weird. I'm not going to ask him. This. Yeah. Because, again, I'm not sure if he knew he was the only nah, person he, being featured. He didn't know. He was know. just like, cool. Like, if we're doing, like, a collage of features. Yeah, I'll talk about, like, having there, a black son. Like, there were don't. others, but they weren't on TV. They were on the web only. Oh, see? So, like, see? They, that's they, not, so not his fault. Shout out to Black Dave and the rest of the crew over there. <laughs> which is weird, because anybody that works in MMA realized. very diverse. It was very black. Black. No, it's very look. Look, Novi's age. Lene is the head of PR. Yeah, she's black. Yep. You I'm have like Dave. Dave. Yep. Like, <laughs> they are very black. They hit me. It was like Andreas. I'm disappointed. I was like, what? So like, you shit it all over us. I was like, you deserved it. It's <laughs> like there were other. We did others. I was like, but I ain't see him though. The one that everybody saw was Michael Chandler holding up a black baby, yeah. like the Lion King on Black History Month. Come yeah. on, dog. You got. And I was like, I know it's not your fault. I know hey, it's not your fault. fault. It's somebody's fault. The optics of it don't look great. Yeah. And you know what your culture is over there. So, <laughs> miss me with that shit. <laughs> that was unfortunate. That, oh. that could be the whole area of grievances there. Like, uh -huh. just the Black History Month treatment. Like. Listen, I may get... So, I am part of a documentary. I don't know where it's going to land. It's being sold right now. About the, un the dark side of MMA. And I found out that I'm featured heavily in the first episode. And they sent me a trailer. And I was like, if I ain't banned by the time this shit comes out, oh, fuck. Yeah, they don't got enough black people to ban you. Let's just try to find some. There's a couple guys that we know. <laughs> they ain't going back then. <laughs> then they'll be like, nah, hey, nah, man, nah. you want to come back? Because Andre's over here fucking up. <laughs> Get him out of here. Nah, nah, you've been around for too long. They can't, they can't ban you. We'll you see. might not be, like, prominently featured. <laughs> like, like uh, they might put you on, like, the third row of media. No, nah, they only have a third row anymore. Only two? They, they, you going two in the corner. They're, they're sending everybody up top. Everybody's up top. Really? In the press bridge. Yeah. Who's down low? Ioli, John Morgan. That's it? It's kind of like, it's like, it's like eight people that are down the bottom. Everybody else is on the press bridge. Schmo's up there. We're all up there. We're like, what the fuck happened? Oh. They're selling more seats, so they, they got rid of all these press... Like boxing, there's like nine press rows. Yeah, MMA, there's two now, and they're and they're it's half. So yeah, no. My next thing is be like no oh, arena access. That's my next thing is like no arena access for you, sir. And I'm like, damn. But if it happens, you'll know in the show because I'll be like, I saw that shit coming. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I am not surprised. I seen it. Uh, yeah, my area of grievances is, is I'm not surprised by the MAGA thing, but my airing of grievances, oddly enough is the lack of building stars. Yeah. The biggest star in MMA this year is Hezbollah. That's crazy. The stupid numbers. I love Hezbollah. Crazy numbers. He's the biggest star. They pick him up, parade him around the ring. He's the biggest star in MMA. You 
can survive without superstars. That's not combat sports. Combat sports at, at its core is the stars that have grown from nothing. People don't beat the shit out of people because you're rich and privileged and you're just bored. Rarely. Except in MMA. Rarely. A lot of these kids are college wrestlers and shit like that. They, they weren't super rich going into college. No, of course not. Like, even those, like, you don't become, like, the superstars usually. Yeah. BJ Penn aside. Like, but outside of him, there's not too many, like, silver spoon-ass people. Like, those stories are great. Those are the... No, no, no. Connor yeah. was racks rich. People tell... Yeah, yeah. He was on welfare and then... 100 mil, like, those are the people you get. Yeah. This is combat sports. Ronda Rousey, granted, she was like a lineage of fucking crazy judokas, but, like, she wasn't, like, filthy rich. Like, you work your way up, you go to these parlor shows, you do, but, like, there's, there's a grittiness to it. Not building stars. Yeah. Superstars. That's fair. Start, like, you got to build somebody, and that's always my knock with the UFC. I told you that shit ain't never happening. No, they like, learned this lesson. It will not happen. But you you inherit stars. Yeah. They don't make stars. No, that's not their job. That's ridiculous. Like a boxing promoter, half your job is to make your guy a star. Yeah. The other half is in-ring shit. They're doing half a promoter's job. Yeah, they don't care. Because the bottom line never fluctuates. The audience doesn't demand more. The people who buy pay-per-views keep buying it. ESPN Plus. <laughs> Paying my salary. Uh, but the people who do that, they're never going anywhere. No. Joe Schmo can fight. A million Dana White contender series people can fight. Yeah. You can cut a ton of vets. They're going to buy. And that lack of urgency is gone to make superstars. Yeah. How they once did. And, I mean, you, there's guys like Nate Diaz, who was a superstar. Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz Army. And they were mid-card guys mm-hmm. in a wrestling term. They don't have mid-card star. They don't have no star. They got one. And he got a favorable decision. Oh, he sucks. Patty Pimblett. He sucks. No, not Patty. Ooh. Sean O'Malley. Oh, yeah. One person with superstar appeal. Yeah. Is it? And how big do you let them get? Well, that's what I've always said. Like, they make that mistake. They're not allowing you to go get money elsewhere. No, you're never boxing. No, it's like, hey, fuck that. No, no, Sean is not boxing Ryan Garcia. No, none of that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> or Jake Paul. It's a, it's a grievance to have, but it's not going to change. This mistake, like Patty Pimblett, yeah, if you ever, if, yeah, <laughs> yeah. same thing. It's going to yeah. be the same thing every year. So if we do the show every year, we can just same run this grievance. episode back. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's my grievance. You can't build stars, man. Like, yeah, sometimes stars fall in your lap. Same thing with pro Stars will fall in your lap. Can you build a star? No. They're not interested. Danny said a lot of shit about Jake Paul. He builds stars. Amanda Serrano's a great fighter. She's a star when she signed to Jake. People fought on his undercards and built star power. Don't give a fuck about Tommy Fury. No. Got a complete rub off of this. Yep. You got to build stars. They don't have to. UFC doesn't have to. That's the problem. They don't have to. Sooner or later, they will. Well, you need a Sooner. WC. You needed a Bellator to become a WCW. That's the only way you're going to ch- make force UFC to change. Just in comparison to different sports, boxing yeah. amongst the youth, twelve years old through twenty, is exponentially more popular now than the UFC. Yeah. Now the wave of bros and the people who've been buying it since 
you know, the guy was shaking in the crowd and shit and face paint and they know Jake Shields and they know all these fucking things. Like, you still have all your fans from 2005, probably through 2015, 16. End of the Connor way. People came in with Connor and Ronda. You have those people. Have you gotten any new fans since? They don't care. No. They know Sean O'Malley because he streams on Twitch. Izzy, maybe a little bit because on TikTok he dances. That's it. You're not building anyone. for ne- So you're not going to feel it now. But in 10 years, boxing's going to have a fan base of new 20-year-olds, of 30-year-olds who've grown up with Ryan Garcia's and Tanks for like Hood and Jake Paul's and KSI's. All these kids know boxing. FaZe Clan is boxing. They all know boxing. None of these people are doing MMA. No. You're going to have a problem. We'll see. I don't know. Dana will be out and gone, but he don't yeah, kill Maybe. But maybe. I don't know. He said he wants to retire soon. Sure. But I'm just it's, it's not boding well. Um, I remember all the conversations. Like, oh, boxing is dead. You have these yeah. ebbs and flows, right? Like, but in the early 2000s, like, it was hurting. Outside of Mayweather and De La Hoya and Pacquiao. Like, the UFC is trending in the same light. Like, you got to keep these superstars around. They keep you afloat. So that's my grievances. Feats of strength. For Festivus, which fighter grew the most? Who had the strongest year in MMA? Not just winning. Yeah, it's, it's overall. Probably Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. The man, the man was ranked 15 and fought a number two, the former champion. And won. And won. Yeah. <laughs> Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley. The only other person would be Patty Pimblett because he ended up in a fucking co-main event. Yeah. Unranked. In a co-main event, and they got a gift decision, but it's Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley, because you don't believe he wins, he said you can suck his asshole. Direct quote. Bad. Nobody cares. How do you suck? <laughs> like, come on, man, you're gonna get washed against the top guy. Sean does not suck. Sean does not suck. Because maybe fight. he didn't win that fight, but he proved he belonged. But shit was close enough. Yeah, he proved he belonged, and and there's close no enough. He'll spark out a lot of guys. Yes, he will. With that reach and range and the way he fights. Like, if, if Petr Jan couldn't beat him, no, nope. I don't know. Wasn't shit definitive about that fight. No, not at all. So, Sean O'Malley, we agree there. Go through our awards now. Straight down the list. Fight of the year, MMA. Come on, man. It's only one fight. It's Urian Glover. All right, Urian Glover. Okay. That's, 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 I was like, wait. <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I, the same page. I love Poirier and Chandler. I love this. That's the best round of the year. We don't have that category. Yeah, that was epic. Round one, best round of the year. But Yuri and Glover, five rounds of fucking brutality. And then Yuri chokes out Glover. Get the fuck like, out of here. Insane. That was nuts. That's the end. And this whole belt, who has a belt, who doesn't, we need a champion. You don't need shit. Crock of shit. I could have just waited. Waited for him to get healthy. Yeah, that's fine. And him and Glover running back. I'm no rush. Yuri's, ugh. That was, that was, that fight was ridiculous. Crazy. And now Glover has a shot coming up. Yeah, sure. Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill, if you get him on the ground. If Jamal Hill wins this fight and becomes champion, this is the wildest year for Jamal Hill. I can believe it. Jamal Hill might get the feats of strength for next year. That's what I'm saying. Like, the man got his arm snapped by Paul Craig and hasn't lost since. No. 
And if he beats Glover, and he tried to beat the shit out of him with a snapped arm. Yeah, he tried to, <laughs> try to flail it at him. But bro, if, if he becomes champion, it's so they booked that shit so quick, and he can. He's got the power. He's, he's got the power, length. Yeah. If he gets to the ground, it gets a little dicey. And Glover's old. Yep. Father Tom's undefeated. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we'll see. So fighter year Glover versus Gary Corner Podcast Award to them. Upset of the year. It's Leon and Kamaru. I'm so torn. Look, man, a lot of people want to say Kayla Harrison. Right? Kayla Harrison lost. But it's a close fight. And yes, Kayla was a massive, massive favorite. Insane favorite. But she followed a woman in particular that saw her multiple times. Yes. And was on a ridiculous streak of knockouts. And the fight was competitive from the opening bell. And we all was like, uh-oh, this is competitive. Mara and Leon was not competitive at all. No. Until one minute left in the fifth Walk. round. <laughs> he walked it <laughs> off. Because, yes, before the fight started, yes, Kayla was the biggest favorite. Should have won. But when you watch Leon and Kamaru, as soon as the fight started, you're like, oh, God, here we go. Because at that time, we didn't really know what Kayla was. We thought Kayla would be a force. We assumed that. But she hadn't really fought anybody. Kamaru had fought everybody. Kamaru was being called the greatest welterweight of all time. Kamaru was in the running for the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world. And after the first round, we were like, yeah, he's number one. After the second round, we was like, yeah, he might pass Volk. After the third round, we was like, probably definitely. Maybe at this point, he'll just finish Leon off. At the fourth round, we were like, god damn, you just, this is ridiculous. I was watching the fight from home, and I was like, getting ready to fire my PlayStation. I was like, (laughs) I started writing my story. (laughs) Fifth round. And I just did a show with Dean Thomas on SiriusXM because Dean was the one who said it. He's like, it is over. He has checked out. He's writing his obituary. Cormier said the same thing. One minute left. He faints with the right, throws a left head kick, and Kamaru dies. Steps of the year. And they practiced that in the back. In a championship fight in the UFC in the main event when a man was losing for 24 fucking, well, he might have won the first round because he took Kamaru down. Sure. But even then, you were just like, ah, whatever. But he killed him. He knocked him out. Yes, he did. Upset of you. I'm going with the same. Um, it's tough, though. Kayla losing is so shocking because she beat the person twice. Yeah, no, it was shocking. It was huge. It derailed, derailed Kayla's whole momentum. Like, the next Ronda Rousey tag is gone. Yeah. Because you lost already. So that air of invincibility, the selling point, does the UFC need you now? Does Bellator need you? All this changed. It's all changed. Because you lost someone and not even lost to someone like a Julia Budd or someone who used to be in the UFC. You lost to someone no one knew. No. Well, and the other problem is because there's like no 55ers <laughs> like yeah, in women's like, MMA, but you lost. Nobody lost. saw that coming. So it's tough, but I'll go Leon Everett. I mean, the man murdered the man. Head kicked him. So like, that was I just, I remember typing my story and I was like, eh. and I looked up and I saw the head kick land and it just, it didn't like, it didn't register. <laughs> it didn't register what was happening. And then I saw Kamaru <laughs> looking up at the sky like Robert Hellenius when he got knocked out. And I was like, oh my God, Leon Edwards just won the fucking championship. It's like if Benil Darius goes out there and washes like Islam Makachev. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> we, when we talked about this fight on the show, we said, yeah, I don't see how Leon could beat him. 
What's he better at? And it wasn't like Carlos Esparza, right? No. Like Carlos Esparza was like, she's going to die. Yes. Like the same. But Leon, I was like, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's but not better at it. He falls asleep at the wheel late in the fights. The Nate Diaz fight. And the Nate Diaz fight is the reason why he won. Yes. He did the exact same thing Nate Diaz did to him. Like, he reversed it, right? Yeah. Like, instead of falling asleep at the wheel, he stayed engaged for 25 minutes, even though he was losing. Still set up the kill shot and got it. Because he knew, I almost got finished this way. I catch this motherfucker the same way. Yeah, like he's he's comfortable. Yep. And he knocked him out. Oh, like the perfect knockout. Yes. Men's fighter of the year. Alexander Volkanovsky. We're on two different ends of this. You're going to pick Islam Makhachev. Islam Makhachev. I get that. <laughs> but Alexander Volkanovsky fought the Korean zombie just fucking destroyed him. Yeah. Fucking Korean zombie. Pitched a shutout against Max Holloway. Beating him at his own game, boxing him. Impressive. Islam, what do you fight? Who who we fight? Bobby Green this year? Yeah. Uh beat Bobby Green in a minute. Like, and Bobby was a late sub and that wasn't not his fault. Not his fault. <laughs> yes. And then the Oliveira fight. Oliveira fight. A guy who was tearing through. I love Max. Max has won some, lost some. Past couple of years. Well, she's only lost to one person. Dustin? No, like, he lost to Dustin year at lightweight. But at featherweight, he had only lost to Connor and Dustin early in his career. Remember, he had the longest winning streak. The only person... He lost his belt. To Volk. To Volk, yeah. That's the only person who's beat him. I've seen that. But I'm saying he pitched a shutout. It wasn't even close. I understand this. Great shutout. Islam Makachev, this past year, yeah, Bobby Green, TKO punches. Cool. One minute in. Guess the shot against Charles. Yeah. Charles on the tear. Yeah. Beats him in two rounds. Yep. Subs him. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on all this. It's a better win. It might be. A, it's, it's a huge win. Yes. Don't, I, Volk was champ. Handled business. Makachev was unproven in the top 10. Yeah. Like, unpro- we didn't know what he was. Well, we kind of did. No, we, we knew what Habib was well, but, and what they said he, but I'm he saying, is. It, with, with Makachev was, he ended that fight as the betting favorite. That's ridiculous. Because people kind of was like, hmm. Like, off of the respect, that shows you how amazing Habib is. Yeah. As a fighter. That just offer the cosign. Absolutely. I like Drake cosigning somebody. It's like, it's just like, well, this motherfucker must be good. Like, it's, yeah, this single's gonna knock. I am not fighting you on this at all. Yeah. Because when I, the reason why I picked Volt was the pitch, I, pitching a setup against Halloween was fucking impressive. That's phenomenal. And then, like, he just mauled Korean Zombie. Like, just embarrass him. He's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world right now. Yes. He He's going to lightweight to fight Makachev. And I guess one of those we guys. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure that shit out. So they, they are one and two. Get an answer. There's no, like, Yuri Pahaska came close, but he only had one fight this year. Yeah. But other than that, it's, it's, those, those can be one A and one B. Alex is in the conversation. Who? I mean, Pereira? Yeah, Pereira. Like, you, you yeah. stop. Yeah, but you're Stop a style bender. No, it's true. But I think, like, Moxa's, the way he beat Charles Oliveira is better than what Pereira coming from behind to beat Adesanya. I think so. The fight was closer there. Yeah. 
was dominance. And a lot of people, when when Volk and Holloway fought, they was like, oh, it's going to be another close, close fight. fight. No. And that shit wasn't. Dominance. From the opening bell. And Volk kind of told us he was going to do this. Yep. He was like, yeah, I'm going to box him. People were like, you nuts? You going to take him down? He's like, nah. Because Volk said, like, something was wrong the first time he fought. Yeah. And he didn't tell anyone. He was like, well, now I'm healthy. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outbox So you're going to see and Max was like, come on, buddy. You like, want to oh, box? Oh, you're the best boxer in the yeah. UFC? Okay. And Volk was like, all right, bitch. And went out there and boxed circles around that man. Crazy. Volk's entering the Moxie fight as the underdog. As he should. It's coming up. And he's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Yeah. It, that's, in per- that's going to be a hell of a fucking fight. You got to show that wrestling. Whew, it's going to be interesting. He, but do you want to? He's strong as fuck. He is, but he's small. That's the problem with Volk. Islam Makachev is a long lightweight. Yes. And you use that you, to take his ass down. Do you want to take Makachev down? No, no, I'm talking Makachev against Volk. That's you don't what, want to stand up. Like he it's all wrestling. But if you're if you're taking a small ass down. It, it's a wonderful fight. But they're one A and one B. Right now I'm picking Volk. We're splitting the war yeah. then. We'll, we shall let the fight decide. Yes. Because we'll we'll figure that out here in a second. Women's fighter of the year, this is easy. Whaley Shank. Yeah, okay. That's who I picked too. Okay. But I was looking, I was looking at the list and I was like, this kind of sucks. Oh, it wasn't a great year. Like Rose lost to Carla. Carla lost to Whaley. Uh uh Shevchenko didn't look, wasn't dominant. No. Nunez, yeah, you beat Julianne Pena. Who you gives just a it fuck? back? And that's just one. Kayla Harrison lost. Yeah, it wasn't a great year. Yeah, who else the was opposite there? Of women's boxing. Yeah, like <laughs> Aaron Blanchfield's the only other woman oh. that we're like, mm. we don't have prospect of the year. On the MMA side. That girl's a problem. She's probably prospect of the year. Yeah. If we just want to throw that shit out there right now, like yeah. Aaron Blanchfield's prospect. She, she ran out there and they put her up against Meat, Meatball was like, I'm going to murder. Yeah. Other than that, it's like Manon Farrell was probably one of the, the rising women in the division. Blanchfield now gets Santos. They're, uh, like, they're testing her. They're moving her quick. That's what I, we can love about the UFC. It's like, if they see it in you, they're not going to waste any time. <laughs> you get no gimmies, you're going to fight a tough opponent. Fuck. Like, Manon Farrell fought Kaitlyn Chukagian and beat her. And now she's immediately at the top of the list. Yep. But, yeah, Zang. Zang went out there and looked at Carla like food. He treated her as such. But, it yeah, it was, it was not a... There was, was a great no, interview with Carla. There was no... Yeah, no. Poor Cookie Monster. You know we're on, like, a seven-fight losing streak. Yeah, I know. And it's a horrible way. The UFC is going to learn. Stop giving these people... Their, you want them to win? Don't send them to the Bobby corner. Bobby had right. that fight. Oh. Got clipped. Drew Dober murdered that. Oh, my God. He was styling on Drew and then a whoop. Put your hands up, bro. So, yeah, we're seven fight losing streak for the betting people out there. For guests on the show, it's, it's not going well for the Corner Podcast. So, yeah, Women's Fight of the Year, by default, Wei Li Zhang. Yeah. She went out there, handled business. Knockout of the year. Oh, it's, it's Leon and Kamaru. Of course. Of it's course. Like, come on, man. But, I mean, we this is where you have, like, Alex Pereira. Like, yeah. No, no, those Alex are cool. Is in there. Yeah, but he didn't knock a man dead. No. Leon Nakamaru dead. Yes. A man, a man who never been knocked out. Killed him. Walk-off kick is phenomenal. Walk-off head kick. Not I don't see that shit every day in the championship nah, fight. It's been, there's been great finishes this year in MMA, but... Nothing like that. No. Nah. At all. So, we agree easy. Leon Edwards. Submission of the year. This one, I don't know. I've been trying to figure this out because I love Jessica Andrade's standing arm triangle. Um, yeah. Like, to have that kind of muscle being short. Like, I, people don't understand. If you, if you try to apply an arm triangle and you're, sh- like, you have no leverage. Yep. She just muscled the shit out of her. 
It's basically like, come here, bitch. Yep. And then I'll strangle you. And it's like, <laughs> and that's what she did. That might be my submission of the year. Paul Craig had a great submission this year. Makachev submitting Oliveira. Boom. There's mine. Because of the stakes. And you, and you, su- you submitted, submitted the submission artist. Like the, the 23rd degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist. <laughs> and you submitted him with ease. Insane. In an arm triangle if you knocked him down. So I'll go with Makachev. Yeah. yeah. Mike James, like the stakes behind it. Yeah. Who you submitted counts. Yeah. Charles, Charles being on a tear, not, but Charles being like a 3,500 degree black belt with the most submissions in UFC history, history, went in there and got choked the fuck out. Mike Chavez, just scary, man. Scary. How do you stop Sambo and the Dagestani? I don't know. Like, style? we. We thought, like, years ago when Khabib fought Edson Barbosa, yep. I was like, all right, maybe Edson's got a chance. Yeah. Catch him in some funky shit. He just fucking ran him over. Just a Gaethje. All right, that's a problem. Like no, it. it's not. Nope. Like, I don't know what you do. I don't know. Like, Connor, one-punch knockout power, ran through. Nothing. He gets know. dropped. Like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You don't even get a chance to start these guys clean. What? Good luck. We'll see. Volk is... He's, yeah, last, he's the next hope. He's the last hope. Because <laughs> after Volk, it's like, well, who's left? I don't know. Whoever fights the wolf, I don't know. Good luck. At least the wolf doesn't train with Habib. No, no, he doesn't. It, like, let Kamayev lose and be like, fuck it, I need Habib and to no, join that, that team. That won't be fair. They'll, they'll have to file like tampering or like, <laughs> can't, no, you can't do that. No, like, he won't lose again. Yeah. So it's wild. Let them get a heavyweight. Let them find a 255-pound Dagestani yeah. who looks like a bear. They're going to change the UFC to Khabib, Khabib world. That's it. I, I don't know how you stop that style. And then the last one, what's the biggest fight to be made in 2023 in MMA? Um, it's John and Francis. It's the biggest fight to be made. Uh, Connor's like the guy with... Who's he fight? Who cares? He's not even in the rankings anymore. He's in the fight. Don't need, you don't need rankings. I know, but I don't care. Right? Like, it'll be big, but, like, John Jones is basically undefeated. Connor Masvidal is the biggest fight. That's my one. And winner both for Connor. No. I get what you're saying. Masvidal just got ran over by Colby Covington. Yep. He won't even care. Connor just lost again to Dustin Poirier. It's a big fight. But I think John and Francis is such a... It's probably big. I mean... It's big because the, the dynamics are so different. And you don't know. And neither of them have fought. John's making his debut at heavyweight. Francis kills everyone. Francis kills everyone. And you put these two forces against each other. It's huge because they haven't fought in so long. I get Connor and Masvidal, but... They suck. <laughs> like, like, but that's the point. <laughs> they suck. They suck. Connor has a chance. You could put the fucking BMF belt there. You bring the rock back out for the yeah, BMF belt. The the theatrics around it will make it so big. Easily it does the biggest pay-per-view numbers. Like John Francis isn't topping Connor Moss. No, 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 no. Like it's the biggest fight you can make in that promotion. And if Connor has any chance of being a decent welterweight or fighter. I don't even think you make welterweight. He ain't make it. He ain't make lightweight. Nah, lightweight is gone. He's, you know, I, I, I get why that fight is big, but I'm, the stakes are much bigger in Jones than Ghana. The heavyweight right. titles. Are I make a similar argument on our boxing podcast. 
Fuck the stakes. <laughs> like, well, no, it, like fight. the biggest fight in boxing was yeah, I know you made the same yeah. thing. It's Crawford and Spence for yeah. the undefeated, undisputed title. And I went all theatrics. Yeah, but this is the this is John Jones, a man who has never lost. I can't knock you for that because we always thought, what's John Jones' kryptonite? Getting punched in the face. One punch, knockout power. And the one person, God rest his soul, Anthony Johnson. They yep. never fought. No, nope. so we never. Now you see the bigger fucking guy. Yes, that could probably punch a tank across a room. That, that's the biggest fight that should be made. And Strangely we've seen enough, that big-ass guy get wrestled yeah. and dominated. Well, and shit. John is... I know. We just ain't seen John in so many years. Like, how big you have to be to take Francis down? And then Francis went out there and out-wrestled Cyril Gaon on a bum leg. Yeah, Cyril Gaon got no wrestling. But, like, he got out-wrestled by Stipe in the first one. Lord knows why Stipe stood up with him in the second fight. It, it got but, different. Yeah, Francis, like, John wrestling at 240 is different. The like problem, John's 240, 250, my God. The problem with John in an Ngannou <laughs> fight is the way he goes for his takedowns. He doesn't shoot for a double leg. No. It's more like he has to close distance on you and then get underneath the you. Beep. Drag down the cage. You know how hard it is when somebody like the size of the Hulk is just throwing a hammer fist at your head? It's tough. It's a little bit better than pulling the fucking uh, Kane Velasquez who shot for the double Right, ate an uppercut and it was lights out. His knee gave out again. It was. It just, I'm just saying with Ngannou, it, that that's why the fight is so interesting because can John get to Francis before Francis touches his chin and kills him? Can Francis knock out Curtis Blade twice too? Yeah, for shooting. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, bitch, <laughs> you gonna try that again? Yeah, stop shooting on well, this. Cut man. it out. Cut it out. The only way to take him down is against the cage, and then tire him out and test against him. And then that's it's like, John, you haven't even fought a heavyweight, so how are you matching up with this fucking giant? It's like Usyk and Fury in boxing. We're going to see if he's the best ever. So we'll find out because, like, difference in... I'll give you that one. In UFC, is, it's like we're getting a lot of fights already. Yeah. We're getting Cejudo and Sterling. We're getting... Uh, With O'Malley waiting for the winner. Yeah, we're getting... Cejudo O'Malley would be so fucking fun in terms of trash talk and everything. Ugh. No disrespect to Aljo. He should win. Yeah. But the trash talk on that, phenomenal. But we're getting Volkanovski and Makachev at the top of the year. Yep. Like we're getting huge fights in the UFC, but that is rematch the rematch of Leon Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if, hopefully if Yuri's back, like we're getting a lot of big fights. But John and Francis is the one that we've been waiting for. And it's like, all right, let's do it. They got to do it. Don't fight yeah. anybody else. Fight each other. Francis, stop the boxing shit. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he also tore the knee. Yeah. It was the same time fucking Fury was retired. Like they both just played games. Cut the shit. I understand you want your money. UFC pay the man. How about that? Yeah, that's all it should be. That's pay the man like he's the most dangerous man on the planet. Yeah. Get his ass back and knock through. That's it. Because him and John will fight if you pay them like they should fight. Terrence Crawford just made 10 mil yeah. fighting David Avenesian on BLK Prime pay-per-views. Yo, John hasn't fought in a long time. Like, is Coke cheaper now for him? It's like, what is he doing? He can't be on Coke and be a heavyweight. It's... <laughs> It's counterproductive to the weight gain, right? I guess. Like, I'm just saying, like, John hasn't fought in so long. I don't know. What's keeping him afloat? Is he still on that back? Like, did your contract renew? Like, no, he still got a fight. Like, he still got, I don't even know how many fights he has. Like, yeah, so, like, are you still getting paid like you were getting paid no. in 2017? No. You got to re-up that deal. I have no idea what's going on. I just want to know. Inflation has hit everything, by the way. Yeah. Cocaine like, included, I'm sure. John's got legal fees that he's had to deal with. Everything. A bunch of other shit. I don't know. Inflation's get, not great. Get back in the octagon. I, I just pay these people. Whatever John yeah. spends it on is his product. Well, yeah. But 
and just pay them because there's no way Terrence Crawford sold whatever the fuck he sold on BOK Prime. 30. And got I'm just making up a number. No, flat. Not, not 30,000. 30. 30. Uh, and made 10 mil. Like, y'all got it. BOK Maybe. Prime is funny. And I know this is the MMA show. But, you know, they're touting this Adrian Broner fight that's coming up. And Adrian Broner's running around talking about he's a Hall of Famer and he's, yes. you know, one of the GOATs. And BLK Prime is like, this is the future. And I'm like, what do you have after this? Terrence Crawford ain't coming back. No. You, you have the ability to overpay the next person huh. who's having stripes with their company. Okay. There's only so many free agents. But best of luck to them. They can always get a YouTube. Sign ADS. He's going to fight with you. Got to take a couple tune-ups. Not in BLK Prime. Could. Yeah, Cyborg. Eh, it's not going to be. <laughs> Just, you, you never know. So we'll see how all that ends out. Uh, listen, we might be talking next year, and we might give Nate the Feet of Strength Award. <laughs> Maybe. On the show, and he's not even in MMA anymore. Because uh, so we gave it to Floyd. Yeah. like you, you never know how that goes. We appreciate you all for listening to another great episode of the Corner Podcast Awards. Eighth annual, eight years doing this shit, looking at the old man giving out awards. For everyone here at Blue Eyes Studios in the Wind Resort in Vegas, for you guys, follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube page, The Corner Podcast. So much fun, more fun to be had. We still have pro wrestling. Check out our boxing show as well. We have our entertainment show. We're splitting it completely this year. So four different award shows, plenty of corner podcast content to keep you guys happy. At the end of this year and the beginning of 2023, can't wait to see everyone in the new year. Plenty of boxing. When we actually do come back to our normal shows, Javante Davis is fighting. The UFC will get up and running again. WWE Royal Rumble. So much stuff going on. And of course, it's like Grammy season and all the award shows and everything. So much to talk about. We appreciate you all. Be safe. Have fun with your families during the holiday season. Until next time, we're out. Peace.